0: They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. I'm Andre DeQuisto. I'm the founder of Lowell Port Portable the Priestands, Lone Wolf Custom
1: Gear. All right, well, we got Dan on the line. And I started thinking, I probably shouldn't have shared those pictures. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We got Don Higgins
0: on. Um, anything that's got to do with uh, chasing big deer, I've got my hands in it somehow. So.
2: Well, my name's Johnny Eberhardt. The first one that comes to mind was early in my
0: career. I'm Scott Buckley from Iowa. Um, I had jumped him in, in the summer too. He jumped up in that swamp trap down in the bottom I'm Like And uh, yeah, that's that's what I'm doing. I'm I'm chasing it. There ain't nothing stopping me. Justin Hollinsworth. I'm with Whitetail Addictions and uh, Lone Wolf Custom Gear so what are we talking
1: about tonight we're uh, we're talking about the one that got away
0: they talked about a deer that we didn't get
1: it done on for some reason um so uh, go ahead and get into the story of the one that got away welcome to the whitetail legacy podcast coming in your ear holes and we're talking about the whoopsie buck whoopsie buck. whoopsie whoopsie oopsie, whoopsie <laughs> um <laughs> buck i shot october 8th correct yes yeah 8th and uh Good kind job. of a, kind Good of job. a whoopsie but uh 28th and 8th it's easy to remember was it the 28th the other one uh or 27th oh yeah yeah yeah, 28th yeah, and 8th. yeah yeah that's how i remember but yeah nice. anyways we're going to talk about that buck talk about our new lease how we broke down that what our game plan is for that um after hunting it for a while and what we're going to change there and then um then the next episode we'll talk about kevin gates for for uh, the second buck I killed there, the 28th of October. But we're getting the people make this possible, and we're getting the show. So as we get into this story of the Whipsy Buck, um, we're gonna start with Exodus. I want to give a shout out to them. We run multiple different trip mo- mobile cams companies, and uh, the Render had the best service out of all of them. And this new property we have has literally no service at all on it. Your phone, you can't even send a text message. Mobile cams barely work. And we had Exodus, and those were the only ones that were working. And they were, you know, they were barely making it. Like, that's how bad the service was. But the other ones didn't have a a chance in hell. Like, nothing. Mm. So, shout out to them. If you guys are looking for a mobile cam, the render did perform for us and gave us some intel that there was a giant typical on the property, um, daylight. So, I wanted to make a move on that. Uh, Do you have last breath? Yeah, guys. uh, Just
2: like uh we've been saying here these hunts are on their youtube channel so um if you haven't already you can check out this podcast and then go watch this hunt uh for the whoopsie buck uh on their youtube channel and um then the following full episode be coming out here next fall and uh be able to watch this deer drink out of a creek for a half hour if you want
1: (laughs) yeah so um oh also the badlands Code. yep the Badlands Code, if you guys want it, reach out to us. This is your turn right here. Don't no miss it. Got it. Yeah, um, we can hook you up. Um, I'm going to hit you with the Ride-On Optics. Guys, I kind of got burned here with muzzle muzzleloader scope I bought. Um, bought it and ha- didn't have a warranty. And now I'm $350 in the hole. Um, the scope is junk. Can't get a hold of the company. It's Nikon. They don't make scopes anymore. Can't get a hold of the company to make it right. Um, and if you had a Ride-On scope, you wouldn't have to worry about that. You're going to have a new scope, you know, they're not going to refurbish it. They're just going to ship you a brand new one. You're going to be ready to rock. And they're going to do it pretty, probably faster than any other company's going to do. Guaranteed. You know, so that's something to think about when you are buying scopes, the older I get, the more that warranty is. I want that warranty. That's why we're with Badlands. We use Badlands. That's why we use Exodus. That's why we use ride on like this. The warranty is huge for us. And you know, you pay a little bit of extra, not really with ride on the prices are pretty similar but you pay a little bit extra for that warranty and it's a lifetime warranty like you buy one scope you're good right like that's all you got to worry about um so check them out at ride and if you guys are looking to get some coffee to get you through um the rut the rest of the rut here or late season um, black rifle coffee use code whitetail legacy get you 20 percent off um at checkout um, i'm still doing the coffee membership monthly still getting it, and it's i need to up it i'm running out about a week and a half before Mm. before I'm, and this is the i drink a lot more coffee this time of year i was gonna say yeah you
2: must be must be drinking a little more
1: or the wife's in there scooping no wife's got the hell of funky stuff going (laughs) on bro bro.
2: i'm like what you you bought this whole damn bottle for two squirts (laughs) yeah
1: yeah pretty much she's got all different flavors and Uh, she's got one of those cappuccino makers now Ah. makes makes a blend she needs to stay out of menards bro yeah target <laughs> target menards wherever she goes the checkbook falls anyways uh <laughs> the whoopsie buck so the new lease so we got the new lease and uh pretty happy with it um not as good as i thought it was going to be though i thought there was going to be an absolute magnum giant on there and there was for a couple of days then he disappeared um we kind of thought that the late season was going to be really good and uh we kind of thought that the rut was gonna be pretty good uh but we know there's a bunch of does there we know that and we know that there is a couple good shooters there one there's a couple bucks that need a couple years so next year it should be looking phenomenal yeah so we know that there's pretty good hunting pressure on the south we learned that that's causing our deer to to do funky stuff when they're out there when they're not out there but any hunt you can have and see 10 does, is, that's a good hunt. You know, you're, there's a lot of deer in the area. But yeah,
2: that's, that's great compared to hunting and going 13 hunts in a row yeah. without
1: seeing a deer yeah. like last year. We know late season it's going to be really good. we got the only ag in the area, so a lot of deer should be using that area. So excited for that. Only, um, the only thing I'm worried about is how far they're
2: going to have to bed in the timber to get out to that ag. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean like the last couple of days here, the wind is literally just blown damn near a, a lot of the leaves off. And, yeah. you know, just like we were in there hunting, uh, first week in November and it was getting pretty open yeah. there at that spot. So, uh, that's one thing that's left to be seen is just how far, you know, can we get these deer out in the ag, um, in daylight and be, be able to be out there. Like it's
1: not going to have to be, you know, zero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's for sure. Um, first year on the piece, We didn't know a lot about the piece. We tried to run mobiles, like we were saying earlier, and we just couldn't run mobiles anywhere because we didn't have any service. We had a few random spots we could run them. Um, Did have some reg cams out there. And it was crazy where we put the regular cams at. um, We picked, like, the exact trail that if a buck was going to use this property, how he would go and how he would funnel through this property. And we are just walking. And, like, well, I would hit this ridge, hit this low spot, cut through here, hit this low spot, cut up here. And we had a giant temple come through and literally hit every single one of our cams, one by one by one. Every single one. Driving all the way through the property. And you got a, a play-by-play of literally how this deer worked through the whole entire property. And exactly where our stands are set up, how we thought they'd be moving. And we need, we need to move some for late season. I'm excited to pull that one in the bottom the moultrie down on the bottom i feel like mm-hmm. that's going to be a pretty good pull when we when we do pull that sucker yeah just because I, I feel like that's a natural pinch down there
2: now that <clears throat> we didn't get like back down there i wish we would have maybe had one on that west trail yeah like, you know over on that fence like where they could really run up to
1: that mm-hmm. corner yeah uh
2: i w- wish we would have had the moultrie that's down there in that extra one down there
1: yeah so do i we need to We need to get more reg cams on that property just to get some more intel of how they're they're working and stuff. But we did have bucks daylight there in October, so that's all you can ask. Yeah,
2: and and this giant typical that Cody was just talking about that hit all of our cams uh, was daylight on there October 15th.
1: And 17th, so... So, like, I mean... Can't ask for much more October giant bucks.
2: (laughs) We're packed in deep on public October 15th.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's stupid. Yeah, so anyways uh the whoopsie buck so we go in and uh we really have we know of two bucks that are on this property we know there's a split two buck and the broke beam buck that's pretty much all we know at this point we've done one card pool it's october 8th um we're going in it's 65 or 70 out kind of warm the broke beam bump had daylighted got bumped by combines and had come up in there so we were like well we'll go a so we'll hunt at this place it was the first set we'd ever done on this property at all and we were trying to make a plan on how we wanted to approach it and we had a south wind um so i was like well that this is about the only spot we can get in in the chips with a south wind and feel good about it so we are at the truck and we're you know joking about how hot it is probably won't see anything blah blah, blah. and we pull a card on the way in, and the broke bean buck had been there a couple times. And this other buck, I didn't even see the trail cam pic. You had looked at the trail cam pictures. I didn't even see the trail cam picture of this buck. We were flipping through so fast. Yeah. I was filming, and uh, it's just a, a nine-pointer. And um, we went down there in the bottom. We had picked this tree out earlier in the year when we were we had walked it the first time when we were hanging cams. And, and, and I had picked it out late season when I was shed hunting it.
2: Yeah, so maybe go into a little bit of like our approach to hunt this property because there was a couple presets on there that we have and but mostly our thought was locate where the bucks are going to be bedding and just go in there and hang and hunt yeah almost every time until we get a really good solid feel for how these deer are going to be using the property
1: yeah so in the past i would get a property i'd go in there i'd look at him like oh yeah this is a good spot looks like a good spot this looks like a good spot let's hang a stand here let's hang a stand here and we almost did that but Mm -hmm. i just feel like it's such a waste of time because you go in there you hang the set and you trim the shooting lanes all up and then you go in there and hunt you're like damn it i need to be 100 yards over there you know after you hunt there a couple times or even our famous 40 yards you need to be 40 yards 40 yards over there or this tree doesn't have enough cover or I'm getting winded a bunch in this tree because I didn't know this doe bedding was over there. So instead of doing that, we just decided, hey, we're going to hang and hunt this property. We're going to go off cams. We're going to come in here. We're going to bounce a diff- bunch of different areas on this property, and we're going to try to make it happen. Uh, that was the game plan. I went and actually bought, like, got a bunch of stands ready, bought a bunch of ratchet traps, yep. and, and we never used them because we decided, like, it's just a giant waste of time to do that when we have these, the you know, the best mobile sets you can get, and we're – getting very effective at hanging and hunting and killing deer. So we go in, really good access. We'd kinda of use the deer trails that were already there and I had walked this before, so I was kinda zigging of leading the way, got down there, popped across, got to the tree, was talking about the area and I was like, all right, we know this is bedding up here. We had jumped does off it a bunch when we were the two times we were in there scouting. Um, i was like okay we know that's doe bedding buck bedding up in there it's thick it's about the thickest place on the property
2: Mm -hmm. and And, uh
1: we we did find that buck bed right in that low spot too and we found the buck bed early in the summer when we were scouting it so we did a hanging hunt in the bottom and we had the food plot to the to the east on the neighbors and the ag to the north and there's a creek that ran through there and it was hot so we're thinking man they get up they want to drink before they hit the food plot before they hit the bean field whatever we're right here we're just kind of going in there maybe shoot a doe maybe shoot a buck just october 8th wanting to hunt wanting to have some fun and if we can make it happen we're gonna make it happen you know so we told everybody you know we're killing two bucks in october we're not messing around we're gonna go into november feeling good and not have the stress of of you know no, no one no one has killed yet and it's november 15th like we don't <laughs> yeah. we didn't want that on us because that's where we've been you know in the past so because mm-hmm. we're always after giants passing solid bucks so this nine pointer comes out well we, we'd hung for maybe 20 30 minutes and i had seen something stand up while we were talking and i'm like i'm pretty sure that's a buck and i grabbed your binos because i i carry a bino harness with no binos (laughs) that's
2: very important detail of this story
1: (laughs) so i use homie's binos i'm like oh there's buck coming and he like straight marches right to us like no hesitation no nothing comes straight at us and uh the way we're set up we're in this tree first time ever being in it no shooting lanes anywhere like we're just off of what we got going on and it's october 8th and this deer gets up out of its bed it's real early too like i don't know how early it is uh, it's it,
2: i think you shot him at like 10 after six, yeah. like
1: 605 yeah i mean we saw so like an hour of daylight yeah right?
2: it was probably 545 550 yeah.
1: so he gets up walks straight at us i'm talking to homie you know what do you think Should i shoot him and he's like yeah it looks decent and this is the literally the first deer that i had had seen from the tre- the tree stand all year Like the first, October 8th, this is the first deer, or first buck I had seen all year, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, looks all right, you know, and he's down in the creek, he's got his head down, and there's a couple times I'm like, ah, man, I don't know, I'm hesitant. Look at homie, he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) I'm like, ah, okay, yeah, yeah. So he gets a drink for a long time. His belly, after we got up to him, was so full of water. It was the biggest belly I'd ever seen on a deer because he just drank and drank and drank, but it Mm -hmm. was hot, and he was like... know just down there soaking up water and he uh he's facing the opposite direction and if he goes to the right I can't shoot him at all I'm like okay I told homie I said if he goes left I'm, I'm gonna kill him and he goes right like three or four steps stands there for a minute turns around goes back left I'm like man he's just gonna give it to me and there's one kind of shooting lane there's a bunch of shit there still but there's he walks through that. I stop him like 18 yards, shoot him, watch him go down. Homie's filming, and as he's filming, why the deer's in the creek, he moves the camera arm and it slides and just goes <laughs> ee- like a giant squeak. And the deer picks its head up, of course, you know. And trees squeak like that in the woods sometimes. We, we kept, we had that one that was squeaking next to us in November there like every three minutes. Yeah. I'm like, God, that thing's loud. Right. But, uh, he had he had looked over there but never never looked like he was gonna you know peg us but uh
2: and now the camera arm's off the tree
1: yeah so homie's like, just holding the camera and the arm I'm, and everything
2: i'm straight like hip holstering the camera because
1: yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> after you shoot you look at me you're like what are you doing yeah. i'm like bro i've been like this for the last 10 minutes because yeah, this
1: deer we, we see this deer for a long time and that's why we were so astonished when we got up to him because we we were watching this deer for eight minutes before i shot him like we got a good look at him there was some brush and stuff covering him up but not you know not a, not a lot of stuff we got a good look at him knew he was a nine pointer knew he was kind of tight looked tall um anyways shot him just a touch high good angle hit the offset shoulder um seeing him crash you know look back at homie i'm like oh he's down you know smoked him he's down and uh still plenty of daylight left so You know, we're high-fiving stuff in the tree, and we're like, man, October 8th, two bucks down, complete 180 from our last year of absolutely struggling, chasing Magnum, and uh, just super jacked and get down, get the arrow. Arrow looks good, blood everywhere, and we're walking up, and the creek that he died in is just full of blood. The creek is just red. and it was the coolest thing he kind of died up the hill in a ravine and the blood was running down that ravine into this creek and by the time we got down out of the stand the creek was just full of blood and uh he died face first and when i walked up to him half of his rack was buried in the dirt i told her i looked around at homie i said either the half of this rack's buried in the dirt or this deer is way smaller than we thought it was and got up to him, and he happened to be way smaller than we thought he was, by about 15, 20 inches, probably. Mm, yeah. And uh, I thought it was just a really good, you know, just a solid, like, 125.
2: Yeah, edging, poking yeah, young, you yeah, know.
1: buck, and uh happened to be a lot smaller than that. So hella ground streakers, and that's why it's called the whoopsie buck. But um get, end up getting him, had, you know, pretty good drag out, went back, got the, you know, got the car, and, like, a lot of people had been, like, hell discouraged. But once, after I got past the fact that I was like, man, he's pretty small. Smallest deer I've killed with a bow in a long time. I, we were jacked, dragging him out and everything. Just <laughs> cruising two bucks down. Homie's back up. You know, we're back to... Because homie, at this point, thinking, man, i got to film this guy. I know.
2: I was in cameraman camera yeah, mode, And it's mode, the you know? first
1: hunt, you know, and absolute slam dunk. Here we go. Back to switching back and forth. And, yeah. Um, we... We drug this deer out and got some trail cam pictures of him, dragged it past the camera and stuff, and got into the truck, called everybody and said, Hey, guys, I just shot a 110 inch buck. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the, took him home, showed him to the kids. Kids are Jack, they don't care how big it is. And I'm just like, Man, I can't believe I killed that deer it just blew me away the size difference from when i when we were in the tree to when i got on the ground and got got a hold of him.
2: yeah it, it was pretty astonishing like when we walked up on him the first time and I was, I was like man that did not not even look like that yeah
1: it didn't look even remotely not e- close
2: not even close and you know it it just shows you like you know you just like you said it's the first deer you've seen from the stand and we're all jacked up i just killed a week ago you yeah. know
1: and um yeah it's literally a one week from you killed and we're in there first buck i seen i'm all jacked up you're jacked up we're doing a hanging hunt in a new area where we don't know what the bucks look like you know Mm -hmm. really we're thinking man we got this sleeper buck coming in and absolutely him, perfect shot goes down everything you can ask for get to track him in the daylight yeah Uh, homie crushes the footage awesome footage like everything you could ask for to hunt so i'm not discouraged that i shot him at all now other than i'm bucked out now which is <laughs> yeah. kind of sucks because you got a lot of i love to hunt late season i love to just grind my face off and enjoy freezing and i just like hunting like i don't you know i didn't, i'm not gonna be able to do that this year so it's gonna be different but once we got you know once we we're looking at this deer we you know breaking yep. down the hunt we're like That was absolutely perfect. Like, hang and hunt, new property, have no intel on it. You go in, you pick a spot off of scouting and what you think the deer are going to do. You go in there, you successfully hang 80 yards from a buck. Two guys, same tree, camera guy, all the stuff that everybody says is so hard to do. You go in there, you smash him, you kill him on film, drag him out, and we both have bucks down off of surgically going in there, on the first hunt and killing and dragging them out like yeah it don't it don't get any better
2: i mean we knew the broke bean buck which is a deer we were going in there after we knew the broke bean buck was in there and it was just the wrong deer yeah but we did everything to kill the broke bean buck yeah if he was there yeah he he, he
1: we had trail cam pictures of him going in there could have
2: could have just as easily been you know i I mean he's a 150s mid 150s 10 just has a broke beam you know but um could have easily been that deer
1: yeah but i'm still super jacked uh first euro mount i'm gonna do for i don't know how long so um excited about that actually gonna have a friend from work do it for me um and i'm gonna get to look at that deer and just laugh about the situation and then it's also you know every every deer you need to learn something from and it 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 helps you decide like man i really need to make sure that i want to shoot this thing before i shoot it and if i'm on the edge i probably shouldn't kill him like if i'm like ah shit like no you shouldn't do it Mm because you're gonna like i told homie i said the the situation is perfect everything is perfect but it's not fair to not be jacked up about the buck because he's not as big as you thought he was it's not fair to the deer it's not fair to your hunting season like everything you put in the work you made it happen everything is exactly like it went if that was a 150 laying there you'd be unbelievably (laughs) jacked right but it's 30 inches smaller so you're like no 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 i'm not that jacked and that's not the right thing to do so once i got over that i we actually did a second interview and i was like no i'm not i'm not doing that that's not right for how i like to hunt and the personality i have Everything is perfect. Like, this is the perfect situation that we want to be in every year mm-hmm. that we strive to do. Like, we just went in and hung on this deer and seen him get out of his bed. Like, seeing him rise up. Like, I don't know how you aren't jacked about that. You're trying to beat these animals at the, their game, and you're hunting in October when it's supposed to be hard as hell to kill. And you literally go in there, and there's a buck bedded on the bed or in the ridge. You said he was going to be bedded. He came down and got a drink where you said he was probably gonna go get a drink, and then he wanted to go to that ag field. Literally exactly like we thought he was going to be, you know. So, you you successfully did everything correct. It was just the wrong the wrong deer. You beat that deer, but it was just the wrong, a different deer than you thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the deer's still going on my wall. I'm still getting all the memories. Still, one of the best footage-wise hunts we've ever laid down broad daylight for a change <laughs> yeah. you know took good pictures with the deer getting content and we got two bucks down like we don't have we don't have the stress we're, we're i just said we're going into the rut chasing hammers like that's all we're doing we're going in the rut chasing big deer and not worrying about uh you know man i haven't just, got a buck down there's a 120 just like
2: praying a solid <laughs> buck comes by yeah,
1: you know yeah you know like last year when you know there's a 125 out there i'm like god i gotta shoot this deer because i don't know if i'm gonna have another opportunity Mm -hmm. and now i'm not on the boat like it's gonna have to be a deer that i'm excited about to shoot to to make it happen so um super jacked about the deer perfect situation easy to get out freezer full wife's happy kids are jacked um i don't i'm like i'm my kids all the time Two bucks, two bucks. I'm like, yeah, two bucks, <laughs> two bucks. I'm like, I'm going for another one, I'm going for another one. Rettley, I was talking to Redley on the way, and he, he was like, I go with you. I was like, no, I'm gonna bring a buck home. He's like, bring two home. I'm like, all right, me and Homie are gonna try. <laughs> We're gonna try to bring two home. And once I said two home, he was cool. If I bring two home, he's cool staying with mom. One, he's not. He's on the fence. Oh so, man. I was like, he's like, bring two home. I'm like, all right, but yeah. So, uh, going going in after that hunt we're back to where we still got a bunch of shooters we don't we didn't know we don't know if we're going to be able to keep this piece we already had people offer more money for the lease than we did so we're on the fence whether we're going to, get to keep it or not anyways mm-hmm. um we hope we get to but it, and we're already kind of at a three-year
2: cap yeah in the scheme of things is what we kind of got told we got a three-year cap this water is good as hell too yeah and uh, so, like, I mean, you just go in there and hunt it, like yeah. you know, shoot what makes you happy.
1: Yeah, and in that situation, we like before we got down and realized that that deer was a little bit smaller, we were jacked in that tree. We yeah, were like, hell yeah, dude, this is <laughs> this is what you're supposed to do. The second first hang and hunt, like, did it you know opening day? Did it the next week? When this supposed to be hard as hell to kill bucks, like. We're, we both have bucks down already and here we go we still have all this time to kill and like i said got him back got him back to the truck called everybody said hell yeah we got footage coming you know and released the footage got to show my kids they they love it and um that's what it's about man and like i said it was a good it was a good lesson for me to be like I don't want to walk up on a buck and not be jacked because it's not the buck's fault. Like it's mm-hmm. it's it's me. You know, that buck you chose to kill that buck, you know, and fill your freezer, but you should be jacked as hell that you got it done because that's what we're in the business of doing out here is getting it done.
2: Yeah, and that's kind of just like you said, you know, if it's on the edge, probably not. Yeah. Probably not need to shoot it and that's just kind of like the same thing that i felt when i shot sunshine like i was just kind of purely shooting sunshine off how big his body was Mm because he looked like a horse out there like literally was a tank out there and that was october 25th so i mean they're about as heavy as they're gonna get there but i was like man that looks like a fully mature whitetail right there just standing on the plot absolutely perfect you know just the his antlers weren't
1: giant yeah yeah. if
2: his antlers matched how big his body was it would have been totally different story and just like you said it's not it's not his fault yeah you know that the hunting culture is the way it is or you know the perception of how big the antlers are determines the hunt you know yeah it's not the deer's fault and um just like you said a a good lesson of just be absolutely jacked and not
1: edging yeah it's a personal choice of whether you you're jacked or not jacked and the like I told homie I said the only reason the the only reason that you wouldn't be jacked is if you worried about whatever everybody else thought about you now is that is my goal to kill that type of deer that that you know that size of deer no that's not my goal but it happened Mm -hmm. so like it's hunting what what are you gonna do like oh man I you know I, I messed up and i'm not you know i'm not gonna mount this deer and i'm not you know i'm just gonna act like it never happened like no you embrace it you learn from it and you and you move on you know and you put that rack on your wall and understand like like you said if i'm on the edge i don't want to be like the whoopsie buck mm-hmm. and every buck i pass i'm like man that was a whoopsie buck he was close he was right <laughs> there you know when you got those edgers it's just gonna be like oh that was a whoopsie buck and you know, when my kid asks, "Well, what about that one that's not shoulder mounted?" I'll be able to say, "Well, that was a whoopsie buck." You know, that we were jacked up in the moment. He, he doesn't mean any less than the 190 I got on the wall. But I put him like this so I reminds me, "Hey, if you're on the edge, don't don't swing." Right. Like if you if you're not trying, you know, it, I, it was like when when the home run almost goes over the fence, but it just like clips the top of the wall. Like that's where it was. Like everything was perfect. But it just didn't, I needed that 30 inches, you know, (laughs) 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 to get it over the wall, like to get that, woo, you know, that this is what we're trying to do out here. This is where we want to be. And it just, we weren't weren't there, but you can't let it take away from your experience. And a lot of people see that deer and it's probably bigger than anything they've ever killed, Mm -hmm. you know? So they're like, man, what's this guy talking about? But I try to, we have a good buddy that we talk about this with a lot and he just can't understand that hunting is a personal choice. It, whatever your goals are, whatever, whatever style you choose to hunt, no one tells you you have to kill a certain animal. No one tells you you have to hunt a certain way. You decide how you want to grow your sport, and you decide what you kill. You decide whether you hunt out of a saddle, whether you hang and hunt, whether you hunt on the ground. You decide all that. There's no one out there that's like, man, you got you got to be in a saddle, and you got to be doing this that there's no rules against that. There's no rules that say you have to do it. So everybody every everybody has their own stages, and my stage this year was I wanted to kill stuff. And we yeah. said that. Like, we wanted to get some kills on the ground to make up for the last two years that we've struggled. You know, you go from a year where you don't kill any bucks for the bow to a year where you kill one, just absolutely grind your face off, to what, a year when you're bucked out in October. Like, that's how much the swing can be in the things of a couple years transition you know and will i kill another one you know 115 class deer probably not i'm not gonna try unless i'm missouri rifle and shit gets fired up down here you (laughs) know what i mean (laughs) like sunday late late in the day you know 150 comes out it it might be might be itching but you know missouri with a bow probably not but i'm gonna be able to look back and be like ooh man that's a whoopsie buck like it, it it's gonna it's gonna help you shooting that deer was bound i needed that to happen to prevent it from happening later like it's gonna happen at one time because that's never happened to me where they've looked that much smaller on the ground not in my whole entire hunting career like i've had them look a little smaller but not not like that yeah yeah not where it was <laughs> just like wow what just happened like that is. We were like, that's not the same deer. I was like,
2: no way, this is the same deer. Yeah,
1: someone else shot this deer out here, but. <laughs> oh look, you didn't. You didn't miss your turn. No, I did. I first, was paying attention. First turn, you didn't miss. Pressed. But yeah, we got another two hours and fifty-five minutes. Ah. <laughs> oh, <well, laughs> you're gonna have to go straight. Closed. Road closed. Uh, Perfect. Didn't miss his turn, <laughs> but they said no go. They said no go. We're still traveling to Missouri, talking about damn what, the luck. What we got going on, so. Hopefully be able to talk about a couple rifle bucks on the way back, but uh, yeah, man, that's the story of whoopsie. Um, an absolute beautiful dark chocolate nine-pointer that I killed October eighth. Yeah, his 8th. color was pretty cool. Hanging hunt, got a little bladed main beam. Um, like I said, is I remember I took him to the locker and like, oh man, that's that's awesome deer, that's good deer. I'm like, man, like this is the smallest deer I've killed in forever. I remember when I took a one ninety, you guys, like four years ago. <laughs> Same locker, like they they don't remember that. That there's a kid in there and he's like oh man awesome deer and I was like you know what it is an awesome deer yeah like it is and that's what he is he's he's my awesome whoopsie buck that I'm gonna learn from I'm gonna cherish him on my wall and dude his loin is phenomenal I bet I'll smash that it's, it's damn near gone gone yeah butterfly loin is it's up there for me I remember my wife's like what do you make of her supper and I said well I'm gonna make butterfly you know loin steaks but I could cook you some chicken breast or whatever. And she's like, okay, that's fine. And uh, I didn't make the chicken breast because I thought she meant like, okay, that's fine. she come home from work. She's like, where's the chicken (laughs) breast? I'm like, oh, I thought you said loin was fine. And then she ended up eating
0: like four. (laughs)
1: Oh, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you said you wanted chickpeas. She's like, oh, well, <laughs> this is pretty good, you know. I'm like, yeah, of course it is. Once you try it, it's, it's right. pretty solid, you know. Yeah,
2: I, I think that's the that's the second best thing on a deer yeah. it's butterfly loin Yeah, like right, it, right after the heart. Yeah,
1: butterfly loin is, is up there, but, yeah.
2: You know, and, you know, props to you for having the right attitude to look at that and use it as a learning uh, experience yeah. versus a bad one or, you know, shun the deer, but, um, you know, just good thing is we're just going to move forward.
1: And, um, yeah, I mean, it was a learning experience for you too. Yeah, Cause yeah. I asked you, I said, you shot pickles. Would you have shot this deer? And you were like, man, I might've killed that thing. Like yeah. I might've double bucked on that deer. Like, <laughs> yeah. because at the moment it just looked a lot. I don't know what it was, if he was down in that Creek or what it was, and the guys listening to this are probably like, no way. Maybe we were up high enough and
2: we were looking down
1: through his yeah. rack or something. And he was behind the brush and stuff. And he'd come <laughs> in and we were just in the stand for like 25 minutes. You know, we were jacked. So I, I think that, I think the jackness added the 20 inches we were, and the desire to kill in October. Like, yeah, we yeah. wanted to kill. That had, I will say that did factor into yeah. it. Yeah. And we're like, oh, yeah, here's our chance i have killing just you know like a solid a solid buck here in October, and the fact that we knew we might be losing the lease, and we kind of were going into the game like this is free reign out here, dude. Like, <laughs> someone's gonna be in here next year anyways, probably. But mm-hmm. it's looking a little better now. Yeah, but, I, I think so. Yeah, but you never know. But yeah, that's the story of Whoopsie and like I said, he's he's a, a he's a buck that I learned more on than the buck last year. Like, yeah, you know, so i got to give them credit where credit's due um and it was a more strategically you know took that deer out like went in there on him and and took him out unlike last year where just kind of hunting the rut in a funnel and trying to make it happen hunting so the, hunting the spike trail yeah hunting the spike trail <laughs> never put a cam on that thing that's never. Funny. we do have that cam I, down south from there, that's probably fire. <laughs> yeah. Ain't been pulled for two months. <laughs> no,
2: both of them, both yeah, of them right both there. Both of those are slapping. S-
1: yes, absolute slapping. West side's been all over those. Oh things. He's don't. He's been raking that scrape like crazy. Don't dude, wor- seventy-two years old <laughs> out there. <laughs> no, don't,
2: don't say that, deer because my heart's shifting off of that deer yeah, real
1: quick. Yeah. You're like, oh man, do I got this giant? I got this giant, non-typical. I could be hunter. I got this seventy-two-year-old. Junk-ass 8-pointer I know (laughs) I'm going with the (laughs) 8-pointer Been Uh, trying to get this thing for 5 years I know I know when I got that, I'm like, that's him, dude. He's still kicking. We thought you were dead as hell, bro. 100% him. He probably just shrunk his home range so Yeah, small. he probably
2: just like, oh, I'm, it's the rut. I'm already back here. You know, I'm not going to make it up north, no. boys. Yeah, I, I'm just <laughs> showing I'm just back gonna here. going to hang now. out. Yeah, sorry.
1: These food plots back here is yeah, dope. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going up there. There's no does up there anyway. Right. I'm not going up there. It's too There's far. There's nothing up there. Yeah. It's ghost town ghost up there.
2: But uh, late season here on the lease.
1: Yeah, late season on the lease. Um, I'm excited for it. Found some good sheds. i um, kind of excited for, I'm, I just picture in that walnut draw, like a cold second gun season hunt where they're coming up to that ag and you shoot that like nine-year-old double spike Thing we got yes dude that guy that guy is wicked yeah. would you double buck on that Ah, oh, yeah i don't know <laughs> dude that's where it goes like all the age guys out there like we showed you this buck <laughs> and then would you it ages the trophy would you double buck on this thing like you can tell this deer is
2: super biggest
1: deer we've ever had on cam yeah like massive oh man absolute gigantic rack I don't even know what the the nastiest thing's probably 17 points. Got a bunch of kickers <laughs> on the base and yeah, you're 4 main lying. beam points, 17 pointer though. Kickers <laughs> everywhere off the base. Kickers Flyer, everywhere. Flyer, little fly. He's Bet. a fork and horn. Probably for his whole life just throwing a kicker every year and he's 14 years old. <laughs> and he probably adds up to about
2: 29 inches yeah yeah
1: yeah. what do we got on this well we got we got to get four mass measurements on this thing i don't know how we're gonna do that we're gonna do somehow but yeah i mean it it might if
2: you get four that might be gangster because it's gonna be about seven yeah yeah yeah.
1: (laughs) but yeah just uh i'm excited for it i'm excited to hunt late season with you i'm like i wanted you to tag out you know early but i'm like man then we're all done yeah we're pretty much all done sad it's sad being done when you, when you wait all year for this to be, you know, to do this stuff.
2: So, uh, well, I guess I guess to be more for the, the next one. I was going to say when we pulled that card, but that was when we took your other buck to the locker. So, oh, I'll, yeah. I'll wait. I'll wait for yeah. that. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Late season on the lease. Uh, got broke bean bucks still out there. And just like we said earlier, you know, we don't have the cell cams to our advantage out there because we, uh, we pulled them all and are relocating them to what we'll cover here uh, probably in the next episode on the tail end a bit. And, um, you know, we just got red cams out there. So, you know, the the strategy of delaying that summer deployment is really going to pay off if, if we do connect out there. Even if not, we still got um, Intel out there and, you know, just like with pickles
1: could help us for next year for sure yeah that that is something that we need to mention this you know we delayed the summer cam um placement and we are like ass loads ahead in batteries because of it like when you run as many cams as we got many mobiles as we got and they take as many batteries as they do like we are we're saving a shitload of money by waiting two months and literally not like there's no intel that would have changed how we hunted in those two months the only thing would have happened would it would have messed with our mind to be like oh there's a giant over here yeah that buck was there's a there. giant there's a buck over here he was in velvet but he ain't been here for two weeks but he was here two weeks ago you know so that delayed trail came
2: yeah i want to say we got the pickles <sighs> came out like august 14th yeah and that
1: was too that, early that, really. Uh, yeah, really
2: yeah really and i mean we, that was you could have done september 1st yeah and then you know that's kind of the time he started showing up four nights a week and then it just grew it increased when you hunt
1: like we do and you don't have to worry about i need the trail cam data to hang my stand to cut my shooting lanes to make moves Mm -hmm. when you're going in there and you're making you're pulling every hunt that we go into we pull a cam and alter what we're doing
2: and what 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 also is interesting about the lease is that none of the deer have left yeah that we had in the summer no none of them deer
1: have left so we know we're not pressuring it at all you know no so I, and yeah, split two buck would be a real good late season. Plug.
2: And uh, yeah, because we, we he he is the current deer missing. Yeah, uh, we don't have him on cam. Could have got shot on the north. They hunt on the north. I doubt anybody's caught him on the south. Yeah. But you never know. And um,
1: take a ride like, through this turn roundabout.
2: Yeah, we we're just um, we we're just kind of waiting to, like. Oh, Mexico. Be like, hey. No deer have left yet. Maybe now is the time that he leaves to like go rut somewhere. Yeah. You know, so um, that that is one thing that we did notice here is I think we're gonna pick up some deer late season. I think we
1: are too, and you know it. Th- that's really why we got second the rut should be lease there phenomenal on there. So many does. They're not all getting bred.
2: No. The <clears throat> uh, hell no. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that one night we seen ten, and then we had. The two cross the road on the north, and the, so there's 14, and then two on the cam. There's 14 does, for sure, on that piece. Right. That's, like, just the ones that we seen and got on cam on mobile that night. So, like, all around the same time, where we know there's no way that they're... And that's just what we see. Yeah, that's so not
2: doubles. So, <laughs>
1: you know, that's probably... There's probably 18, 20 does out there, which is insane. Like, that's a ton of does, so... And bunch of fawns every a lot of them had twins you know so but we i mean we put some rut rut hunts out there but we haven't really hunted it much no not no, no yeah not a lot when you have a lot of places to go it's hard to and and this is something that we talked about here earlier and this goes back to kind of killing the whoopsie buck is I, I, I cannot think of another word other than stop being cute like i need to think of something different because people yeah. probably don't understand that that's just my personality but we're just hunting where the bucks are <laughs> yeah. that's our strategy this year we're not we're not saying oh this deer was here he might be coming up in here and he's probably bedding over here and he's doing this we're not making any shit up that might happen the deer could have done we're going hey there's there's a lot of bucks here let's let's hunt there like that's that's all we're doing and, and it's working really good
2: yeah and like what we also said earlier in whatever podcast it was that we did is just like you said no be, stop being cute and no bullshit sets like yeah. if you don't feel like you're gonna go in there and literally kill the buck that you're in there after don't probably go
1: there yeah don't do it because uh, unless like even even if like we had some hunts where it was hot or what about but we were trying to decide what we do. I'm like, well, it's hot. We don't want to We don't want to be on our main piece. Let's go to public. Let's go in and try to kill that ten pointer. Like, mm-hmm. let's go in. It's it's not perfect scenario, but we got to be somewhere where we can kill instead of oh let's hunt the edge and we might see something.
2: Yeah. Like, so you're like, okay, eliminate that. Now where's the second best place to kill a buck? Okay, right there in the middle, and that's yeah. what we did. Yeah, like, you know, and lo and behold, that's the night we got the giant typical walking around yeah. daylight on the whole piece. But, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, you gotta. But,
2: but like, nobody, that, that, nobody knew that 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 deer had only been on cam once in yeah. Velvet, so he'd been gone for a month and a half. Yeah. I mean, if, and if you would have banked on that, like, there's no way in hell you're gonna no. kill. Like, you'd have been going into some good shit on, that, on a kind of crappy day. Yeah, that was some shit we would have done three
1: years ago, though. Yeah. Four years ago, you know what I'm saying? You're trying to you're trying to like think of what these deer are doing or what you think they might be doing and when you're not hunting a specific buck you don't have to do that you just go oh well there's good bucks over here i'm gonna go hunt here you know instead of well this deer might be over here in this draw because he wasn't on this cam and he what you don't even have pictures of him on cams you're just (laughs) illuminate you're just in your mind you're like all right well he wasn't on this cam he wasn't on this cam he could be three properties away, but you're like, wow, I bet you he's in this drawl over here because he wasn't all on these three. Right, right. So he's probably over here, which is complete bullshit. You have no idea where that deer is at. No idea. Just trying to make it in your mind where you have a legit hunt, and we're not doing that. We're just like, nope, nope, we're not doing that shit. We're the, just going where like, the deer are. That's exactly what I would call a
2: bullshit set. Like, yeah. you you think that deer is over there. No. do you, Is the deer over there or
1: not? Yeah. Okay, if he's not?
2: then he's. Uh, don't go
1: there and if, if you're if you're hunting a certain buck you have to kind of do that stuff he, you got to have to oh yeah he might be over there i'm going to go try that but if you're just trying to kill don't don't do that right go to your best chances like go to your best odds got to so, have the odds okay there's been four shooters over here the past you know 5 days on cam i'm going to even if they're at nighttime well i'm going to go over there because why would i go in here when i he, this this deer might potentially be over here, but that's the only chance that I got.
2: So basically, what no bullshit sets means is, quit overthinking it. Yeah. Just quit overthinking it. Look at the trail cam pics. Look at the wind, and thank you. Whatever else is going, yeah, that you got going. I'm gonna say, like, look,
1: that's it.
2: Look at look at uh, oaks and all the all that stuff you need to be looking at in October, and literally make a conscious decision. Yeah. Not just some fantasy shit that you're gonna make up in your head real quick. And that's how we were
1: hunting last year. Like that's how that's how Well if we we could go kill this deer, but Magnum's not gonna be up there, there's no way. We gotta be somewhere well, he wasn't here last yesterday or here yesterday, so well let's try this ridge over here. Maybe he's up here. Let's scout this over here, maybe he's up in this stuff. Like you're trying to make it, you're trying to you're forcing forcing it it to happen but the shit just happens out there. Like you just gotta be in the moment and the shit just happens. You know. People you try to oh, there's a deer right there. What do we got? The doe out there oh, in yeah. the beans? Yeah. Like two does. Oh. Man rifle with a doe. It's I'm I'm just gonna be fake killing everything out of it. <laughs> boom <laughs> Boom <laughs> How many yeah. does you kill? Why fake killed thirteen does this year. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah anyway, yeah, that that's it. No bullshit sets and uh going where we thought the deer were. But like killed. I said we went in on this buck bedding area, and it was 70 degrees out. I'm in a t-shirt. There's ladybugs flying and shit. In the interview, like
2: literally five to eight minutes before we seen that deer, you put your jacket on. Yeah, like I, you're in the stand for 20 minutes with yeah. no jacket. You're like, no well, jacket. I could like probably put
1: this on. Yeah, you know, put this cam on at least. Before, like, <laughs> I'm doing it when some deer's know yeah. in, but yeah, that well that's the story of whoopsie guys we're gonna get into another buck that we killed right after this um like i said october you know we're talking about october kills now but you gotta you gotta plan for this shit way out so think about go back in your archive of your october sits what what were they were they bullshit hunts were they strategically placed were you chasing a certain deer and you're in an area and you're like damn there's probably no chance that deer was even there mm. and next year try to eliminate those so all you can do is just try to get better just like me with the oopsie buck i'm gonna try to get better i'm gonna try not to shoot a deer that i'm on the edge with you gotta learn if you're if you're gonna try to kill every year and by eliminating those bullshit sets is how we killed two in october early october when you're it's supposed to be hard you know it's supposed to be impossible deer aren't moving etc etc you know yep too much pressure hot all the excuses to not kill and
2: i don't have oaks
1: yeah no oak trees <laughs> we're in a freaking walnut tree in a creek bottom of hedge. <laughs> hedge you know what i mean like <clears throat> just gotta gotta be in the gotta be in the woods to kill playing simple. but like always try to do the right thing try to leave a legacy and white tail legacy is out